Hello, this is Brian Foster. Today is April 13th, 2021, and we're talking about a wanderer in the spirit land. I talk about spiritism, and what I do is I take these on Tuesdays. I, I, I'm taking this older book. It's written in the early 20th century, and it's by the spirit Francis or by the medium for our knees. And it's about his story as he related to the medium psychograph you know when you write down words from the medium of his story in the spirit world now francesco was a very educated cosmopolitan person he was not the most nice kind religious spiritual person he was selfish it wasn't bad but he you know he he experienced the whole range of primitive emotions at one time or the other and he kind of went through life as a raconteur until he met this woman who he just loved and, and knew that she was going to lift him spiritually higher. But then he died pretty rapidly after he met her. And so he went down into the lower zone, which is also called kind of a purgatory. Uh, some people call it hell, but hell is no, as according to spiritism, there's no hell. There's no eternal damnation. When you change your character and your attitude, you, you ascend. Now, what I'm doing is I'm interpreting what he has written through spiritism, and there's a lot of parallels, and I fill in a lot of details of what I believe is behind some of his words. Now, spiritism was brought to us in the 1850s by Alan Kardec. Oh, and before I forget, please subscribe and hit the bell and hit the like button. I think that will help us immediately. Let me bring up Alan Kardec. So, if you'd like to study and understand spiritism, Alan Kardec wrote a series of 1,019 questions in the 1850s, and he asked them to multiple mediums, and he didn't write down the answers until he had the same or, or, uh, or the uh, similar answers from different spirits. So very organized, and from there, he's written more books. He, and then you, and you can all find all of his books, Alan Kardec, and to put us on your whatever search engine space PDF, you'll find this book in PDF. You can also, of course, order them on Amazon or click on my blog. It's right here. And there's a picture of Alan Kardec. And I'll take you to a bookstore. You can get Alan Kardec's books, all sorts of spiritist books. I recommend that bookstore, the FEB bookstore. Now, of course, in my books are on the right hand column. So this is spiritism, it's a dynamic. It's the third revelation. It's dynamic. The spirits have told us the first revelation is Moses. The second revelation is Jesus Christ. Of course, Jesus is the leader, the governor of our planet, so to speak. He is our father. So he's the one that, that coordinated Moses, everyone coming down to earth and tell us what was going on and tell us about the spirit world, tell us how we should behave, how we should ascend, everything. But what he's also said is he... he brought down the into helping Alan Kardec organize his book, The Spirit of Truth. And the Spirit of Truth told us that the, the Bible is this wonderful, eternal, the New Testament, Old Testament, of the passages of love, charity, fraternity are eternal. But some of the specific things, you know, like go into that city and kill everybody, some of these things that sound kind of harsh to our ears today, those were given to the culture and the technological progress at the time so just keep that in mind so spiritism tells us there's always more information there's more information coming from mediums 
like um, Leon Denis, who's passed away, Chico Xavier, who's passed away, Duvaldo Franco, still alive, and other mediums writing books who are spiritist mediums writing books from the spirit world. And therefore, what I've done in my books, I've tried to accumulate all these things, bring them into a more, you know, readable and understandable um, format for you to understand the spirit realm. Understand what, why are you on earth? What are you here for? If the more you understand, the more you can change your life and you have, a, you have a motivation to change your life. Okay, so let's get right into this. This is, a, this is chapter 13. Welcome in the land of dawn, my new home there. Now, the last chapter, he was told, look, you're, you're going to go to sleep. We're going to wake you up. And you have earned being promoted to a higher level. Now, as we read this, I think we'll, let's read the first paragraph first. On my awakening for the second time from the sleep of death to consciousness in the spirit world, I found I was in a much pleasanter surroundings. There was daylight at last, though it was as that of a dull day without sun. Yet what a blessed change from the dismal twilight and the dark night. So what does that tell us? Well, you know, how does spiritism fill in the blanks? Well, first of all, in the first level of heaven, it's, it's a full daylight. You can see the daylight. Now, so therefore, he is in just, and it it's, even says, the land of the dawn. So that must mean he's pretty close to the first level of heaven. Of course, the, the spirits by Chibaon categorize those like in, in 10 levels. He categorizes those to seven, but they're all, you know, and even the spirits, all the spirits say there's no one way to categorize, and there's many variations, but these are simpler ways to do it. So the first level of heaven, and I've talked about that in the book, uh, Violets on the Window, and in my other books. So in the first level of heaven, you have bright sunlight. It is bright sunlight. So he's saying, yeah, a dull day without sun. So he's close to the first level. Now, where he was before, it was always dark. It was, you know, kind of dim, I should say. But then he, when he was in the, in the, so there's the lower zone, which just starts at the crust of the earth and go up to the first level of heaven, which he's in the higher part of the lower zone, which he's, there are still spirits who are not in heaven, who are wandering around that area, but there are also outposts. And there's outposts talked about by uh, Camino Bronco in his book, um, Memoirs of a Suicide. There's outposts talked by uh, Andre Luis in his series of books by Chico Xavier, which I would recommend you get starting with No Solar, a wonderful book. There's also a movie called Astral City. It's subtitled, I would recommend you find it. And also, before I forget, there is a book, uh, there is a movie on Netflix called Kardec, and you can really see how Kardec started and started to discover spiritism and started to discover how the spirits were talking to him. Very good movie. I recommend it for everybody called Kardec. So there are these outposts and these people are brothers outposts all the way into this dark abyss, which people call a, a purgatory, very dark, dismal place. And you can barely see anything, but then eyes adjust. And as you go higher and higher, it's brighter and brighter. It's the love. Now, also, let's remember that spirits who come and visit, they are from high levels and they come down to the lower levels. People can't even see them because they're less dense and 
Uh, therefore, they're, it's just like we. We can't see spirits here on earth, although we're surrounded by spirits. Some people can, though. But the spirits who are going down into a level to help people like uh, Francesco, they have to concentrate themselves and make them more, themselves more dense, meaning they have to be more matter, a little bit higher ratio of matter to energy, whereas before they were a higher ratio of energy to matter. So let me carry on. I was in a neat little room, quite like an earthly one, laying upon a little bed of soft white down. Before me was a long window looking out upon a wide stretch of hills, an undulating country. There were no trees or shrubs to be seen, and hardly any flowers, save here and there some little simple ones like flowering weeds. Yet even these were refreshing to the eyes, and there were ferns and grass clothing the ground with a carpet of verdure instead of the hard bare soil of the twilight land. So twilight land, which is Britson calls it the lower zone. In the lower zone, as you go lower and lower, the vegetation gets more and more harsh. In fact, there are like no leaves or thorns. Not a nice place. And of course, and the people don't look that good either because their outward appearance reflects their inward spirituality, their inward goodness, our immaturity, our ignorance, one should say. He says, This region was called the land of dawn, and truly the light was as the day appears before the sun has arisen to warm it. The sky was of a pale blue-gray, and white cloudlets seemed to chase each other across it and float in quiet masses on the horizon. You think that there are no clouds and no sunshine in the spirit lands? Hardly know how beautiful a thing you would shut out, unless you have spent, as I did, a long monotonous time without seeing either of them. So, now, let's talk about that. So, when I say... There's the lower zone, it starts to crush the earth, and it goes up to the all the first level of heaven. Now, his, his outpost of what he sees, he sees a blue sky, he sees undulating, uh, you know, hills with grass, nothing, nothing, there's no forest or anything like that. There's not that much light there yet. You have to go a little bit higher for that. So, how can we look up in the sky and see stars? Well, the answer is because it's in different dimensions. These things are in a little bit different areas. And so if you look at where we are on Earth, right? We are in this physical body. We can only see about one-eighth of, of what's around us. So we are in this, this, this artificially controlled environment where our thoughts do not affect things. Some people can, but most can't. Our thoughts can't rearrange the wall. Our thoughts can't create something out of universal fluid, which is, you can in the spirit world. So, we see only what we're allowed to see, right? We are in, it's like you're in this app. And in this, this application on your cell phone, your avatar, your character, sees what is programmed, what is allowed for that character to see. And if that character is walking along nice hills, they see there's a blue sky in the background. But also in the programming in the background, Someone else could be playing that same game and seeing something else, right? And so the same thing. It's just how complicated the spirit world is. So there are layers upon layers. And it's, it's almost like if you want to talk about in, in uh, computer science terms, it's like you're in this huge database and you have a set of permissions. 
and your set of permissions allows you what you can you can sense around you and you can sense many things you can sense you can go and sense many levels of heaven if you're at the high level or you can only sense where you are at the land of the dawn if you're francesial at this kind of lower level it the, the spirit world is wonderful the god is wonderful that what has been created for us to improve ourselves is utterly fantastic and notice that he loves where he's at okay the room i'm starting again the room i was in though by no means luxurious was yet fairly comfortable in appearance and reminded me of some cottage interior upon earth it held all that was needful to comfort if nothing that was specifically beautiful and it had not had that bare prison-like look of my former dwellings there were a few pictures of scenes of my earth life which had been pleasant and the recollections they gave me a fresh pleasure there were also some pictures of spirit life and oh joy there was my picture mirror in my rose and the letter all my treasures and of course that picture is 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 his beloved because he says the next sentence i stopped my explorations to look into that mirror and see what my beloved was doing so he had a window that he could see what his 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 beloved wife or woman was doing in the earth and in fact there are there are uh, portals in fact they were talked about this in the first level of heaven it's kind of like a like a tv of course you kind of see it in 3d but you can it, it will it will uh, concentrate on what you want it to concentrate on and just like these fantasy movies right you they look through the, the water and go you know show me where the huntsman is and so they can look at that and they can see oh this is what this is what's happening in my hometown in my house and here he can see what his beloved was doing and of course you have to earn that right right it's in the heaven it's not like you you die and you're like and everyone goes to heaven right as remember as jesus said it's a narrow door and as chico xavier once said that only about 30 percent of the people go to heaven of course in uh francesco is not in heaven yet he's below that so it's only about 30 percent. so you have to earn that right you have to earn that right to have something like a mirror you have to be good you have to strive you have to you have to work and show your that you're responsible i'll carry on she was asleep and on her face was a happy smile as if even in her dream she knew some good had befallen me then i went to the window and looked out over the country and those long rolling hills treeless and somewhat bare save for their covering of grass and ferns i looked upon the scene it was so like and so unlike earth so strangely bare and yet so peaceful my eyes long wearied with those lower spheres rested in joy and peace upon this new scene and the thought that i had thus risen to the new life filled me with a thankfulness of heart unspeakable so he's he's at a higher outpost right now so he is being he is rising in heaven so he is he is doing he's he's if you haven't been in previous chapters he's been going down he's been wandering down exploring down going on tasks and assignments to help people in the lower zones in the dark abyss to give them a chance to look up to the light because that's what happens now when i say people are in the dark abyss or in a purgatory and then some of us will say oh they're they're in hell they've they've been bad well we have to remember spiritism tells us we we've incarnated many many times and i would bet 
whatever I have that we've all been in that dark place because we've all been primitive. We've all been mean to our fellow man. Uh, and we've not been good people. We've been selfish. We've been materialistic. And it's only going through life after life that we kind of start climbing our way out of, out of that type of thinking. So when you look at people and you think, oh, my God, this guy's a crook, think to yourself, well, someday he'll be better. It doesn't mean he shouldn't go to prison. He or she should not go to prison and not be stopped from stealing. But it just you can just say, well, these are going to be hard trials ahead for you, buddy, right? So at last I turned from the window and seeing what was like a small mirror, a small mirror near me. I looked to see what change there might be in myself. I started back with an exclamation of joy and surprise. Was it possible? Could this be as I appeared now? I gazed and gazed again. This myself? Why, I was young again. I looked a man of about 30 or 35, not more certainly, and I beheld myself I'd been in my prime on earth. I looked so old, so haggard, so miserable in that twilight land that I had avoided to look at myself, and I looked 20 times worse than I could ever have looked on earth had I lived to be 100 years old. And now, why? Why was I young? I held up my hand. It was firm and fresh looking like my face. A closer inspection of myself pleased me still more. I was in all respects a young man again in my prime of vigor, yet not quite as I had been. No, there was a sadness in my look, a certain something more in the eyes than anywhere else that showed the suffering through which I had passed. So let me stop there for a second before we go to the next chapter. Oh, let me just finish one. I knew I could never again feel I could the heedless boy in ecstasy of youth. So, what happened? Well, as we as spiritism has told us, you you are what you think you are in the spirit world, and your inner side is reflected by your outer, by your paraspirit. Your paraspirit covers you, even your spirit. Now, your paraspirit in your Physical life covers and goes and attaches to every cell in your physical body. But your physical body is just this temporary thing that will be discarded. So, in earth, when you go into heaven and you you want to think like you're, you know, and, and you, you look how you, you think of yourself looking. So, you think of yourself looking as 25, 35, or 45, that's what you'll be. And the spirits tell us the people who are old look younger, and the people who maybe died younger will look older and so therefore already his mind is affecting the outside and of course in the spirit land he'll learn that he can decide what clothes he wants to wear all that and of course now he's looking better in fact we've heard stories in uh, from spirits who had been in the dark abyss in purgatory for a long time and they were stooped they were kind of haggard they kind of shrunk what they were from the spirit world they looked bad just like Francesco says. And then as they kind of ascended, they kind of filled out, their clothes got better because their outside look, their, their spiritual, their love in their heart started to reflect what was inside them. So their outside reflected their inside. So this was a wonderful thing for that to happen to him. The bitter past of my life rose up before me and checked my buoyant thoughts. The remorse for my past sins was with me yet and cast still its shadow over even the joy of this awakening. Never, all, never can we undo all the past life of earth so that no trace of it will cling to the risen spirit. 
and I've heard that even those who have progressed far beyond what I have done yet bear still the scars of their past sins and sorrows, scars that will slowly, very slowly wear away at last in the great ages of eternity. For me there had come joy, great joy, wonderful fulfillment of my hope, yet there clung to me the shadow of the past, and its dark mantle clouded even the happiness of this hour. So what he says is partly true, but there's also something else happening, is as your character is molded by these subsequent incarnations and the suffering, you your your outside look, your face starts representing everything you've gone through. And in fact, when the spirits who have seen Jesus Christ in heaven, they describe him as this wonderful, this wonderful man. And yet he had the aspects of the masculine and feminine. And he also had, he had this force and charisma of character, but then they also saw the suffering that he's been through. It's like they've seen his whole life in his face. And so that, and they described that with other spirits too, is, and that's why we all are unique, right? We are these immortal spirits. We're not like, we're not robots. We are all have our own unique character and personality. And within within our face, within our expression, and the color of our eyes, or the, the way our eyes look, you know, and it may be, you know, when whatever humanoid that you enjoyed best could be Earth or whatever, you will look like the sum total of your experiences. Now you won't look bad, right? You know, of course not. But you will, you will carry your, your character will come through, and your face will be a mirror of, of the beauty of what you've arrived at. But some of that beauty that you've arrived at has been a tough path, and so he's saying, he's saying, well, that will go away. Well, it goes away, kind of the rough edges, but but that kind of that that inner suffering he's had that made him what he is today. That will still be there, but it will be beautiful because what he's been through was hard and yet gorgeous, right? It was a, a victory of amazing proportions for him to get himself out of that area and through the love of his beloved to rise and become a much better person. So that's important to know. And in fact, there's another one, a person had an NDE, near-death experience, as people look as they want to look. And she was in this room. And she was like, ah, in this room, and and oh, it's like these people just died. And then she started talking to this this woman who was kind of like 40, and her skin wasn't as good, and she had, had red hair. But as she was talking to her, and, and this woman didn't even realize it, but her hair got longer, her skin got you know brighter, tighter, and she was looking more like in her early 30s, 20s. And so you, already then, as she passed over, she was transforming herself and not knowing yet, right? And that's what other spirits have said, that people who just pass over our spirits are still in the lower zone or the dark abyss, have no idea how much their thinking affects them. And so, and that's important to know. Our thinking is everything. And we're on earth to completely reform our thinking, right? We're here to rewire our brain, our personality, our character, become loving, charitable, fraternal, and honest. And why is that important? Because thoughts, everything, thought is action in the spirit world. You don't build a house with your hands and a shovel and cement and concrete and go down and chop down trees. No, you build a house. You may have people working with you, 
uh, with their minds, but you build a house with your mind through universal fluid. And I talk about this in my books and lead you through great detail. So let me carry on. While I yet mused upon the change which had passed over me, the door opened and a spirit glided in, dressed as I now was in a long robe of a dark blue color with yellow bordering and the symbol of our order on the sleeve. He had come to invite me to a banquet which was to be given to myself and others who were newly arrived from the lower sphere. All is simple here, he said, even our festivals, yet there will be the salt of friendship to season it and the wine of love to refresh you all. Today you are our honored guest, and we all wait to welcome you as those who have fought the good fight and gained a worthy victory. Now this congratulations will be is a theme in many of the spirits, even theme when you go from level five to level six, level seven, level eight. You are met by friends and good wishers, and um, they reward you. Oh, you got another level. Good for you. And also, you notice he said, "Oh, I have a, a robe with a border and kind of a band." And, and you'll see that another as a constant theme is that you'll know kind of who that, what order or, or kind of what level that spirit is by their, their robe and their, their the jewel they may have on their head or, or some or on their belt or some other place. So it's a pretty interesting place. Then he took me by the hand and led me to a long hall with many windows looking out upon more hills and a great peaceful quiet lake. Here there were long tables spread for the banquet and seats placed round for us all. There were about five or six hundred brothers newly arrived, like myself, and about a thousand more who had been there for some time, and you were going about from one to another, introducing themselves and welcoming their newcomers cordially. Here and there someone would recognize an old friend or a comrade, or one who had either assisted them or been assisted by them in the lower spheres. They were all awaiting the arrival of the presiding spirit of the order in this sphere, who was called the Grand Master. So, now first of all, I'd say, as far as the banquet's concerned, the higher you go, the less you need food. But in these lower zones, and even in the first level of heaven, people still like to eat food. You don't really need to eat food. You just need to absorb the air and drink the water. Uh, but and, but if you do eat food, then you have to use their, their bathroom facilities and you have to get rid of the waste. Uh, but it's a lot lighter because you're ethereal, right? You're, you're less dense and there's no gravity in the spirit world. So you don't need this constant fuel just to move, right? We have to eat just, just to walk. Every time we walk, we're, we've got this dense ocean of gravity on us. So it was all created for us to have to work, right? You know, at a very early age to get food. We're not allowed to be idle on this on this planet. And so that's why don't worry about, you know, thinking, oh, I wish I was rich and to leave, uh, you know, lead a life of leisure. We're not mentally that fact. That's bad for you. You're not improving. You need to go through your trials and tribulations, which were programmed for you. And you probably took part. In, in deciding your program, your blueprint of what was going to happen to you in order to improve your character and your personality. So don't, don't fight that, understand it and accept it. Because if you're successful, you get to go to, the, get to go to this paradise called heaven. Presently, the large doors at one end of the hall were seen to glide apart of themselves. And a procession entered. First came a most majestic, handsome spirit in robes of that rich blue color one sees in the pictures of the Virgin Mary. 
These robes were lined with white and bordered with yellow, with a hood of yellow lined with white hung from the shoulders, and on the sleeve was embroidered the symbol of the Order of Hope. Behind this man was about a hundred or so of youth, all in white and blue robes, who bore in their hands wreaths of laurel. At the upper end of the hall was a handsome chair of state, with a white, blue, and yellow canopy over it, and after saluting us all, the Grand Master seated himself in it, while the youths ranged themselves in a semicircle behind him. After a short prayer of thanksgiving to Almighty God for us, all he addressed us in these terms. So, there are lots of ceremony in the spirit world, and you'll see this in, in one level after another. And of course, now, don't think the Grand Master is this high muckety-muck who looks down at everybody. No, it's the people who are the most humble and serve. Just as Jesus said, to get into heaven, you have to be the, the most... The highest, the first of you is the one that is the least of you. You have to serve. That's why, you, that's what you have to learn is the joy of serving others. So these people are in charge. They're very humble. They're very nice. This is his speech. My brethren, you who are assembled to welcome these wanderers who are defined for a time rest in peace and sympathy and love in this, our house of hope, and your wandering brothers whom we are all assembled to welcome, and to honor as conquerors in the great battle against selfishness and sin. We are all in that battle, all of us. To you, we give our heartiest greeting and bid you accept as members of our great brotherhood, these tributes of our respect and honor, which we offer and which you have fairly won. And from the increased happiness of your own lives, we bid you stretch forth your hands in brotherly love to all the soaring ones you have left still toiling in the darkness of the earth life and in the spheres of the earth plane. And as you shall yourselves know, yet more perfect triumphs, yet nobler conquests, so seek ye to give to others yet more and more the perfect love of our great brotherhood, whose highest and most glorious masters are in the heavens, and whose humblest members are yet struggling sinners in the dark earth plane. In one long and unbroken chain, our great order shall stretch from the heavens to the earth, while this planet shall support material life, and each and every one of you must ever remember that you are a length of the great chain. And it also says, while this planet shall support material life. So he knows the planet has a, a you know, expired date, right? An expiry date. So, but don't worry. If people say, oh, the sun's going to burn out, you know, and if I'm in heaven or on the earth, what happens to me? No, you'll just be in a different heaven, a different planet, or into a much higher level of heaven, which goes around the whole galaxy. And when this physical universe burns out, you'll be in another, you'll be in another universe, so you'll just be in heaven. This, this, you are immortal. That's why, this is why there's no reason to be materialistic. You know, if you love that house and you, you know, you love your garden, well, the sun's going to burn out, it's going to be gone, and you'll, you that'd be millions of years, billions of years, and you, you'd be on something else more important. It's not that important. What's more important is your attitude and your character. So that's why he says, hey, why the planet supports material life? So that's a, it's a good way of looking at your whole life. Because, you know, for us on Earth, a week, you know, for a kid, an hour is a long time. You know, oh, my God, a week is forever. Even for an adult, a week's a long time. A month, a year, it's like, holy heck, right? Uh, a year, it's nothing, right? So it's nothing, and yet we all have to live day to day. And in fact, it's actually better for us 
to somewhat live in the presence. Now, I know that when I say that, it's like, well, if you live in the present, that's kind of like you are, uh, you know, one of these, you know, more ignorant person who just like spends all his money now and doesn't go to school and work work for their future. Now, that's, that's not exactly what I mean. You still have to, you still have to be independent. You still have to work towards your future betterment. But don't get lost in dreaming about all the things you want all the time. Concentrate a bit on where you are now and how you can improve yourself today. That it gives you much more power. It's, of course, it took me forever to learn this. I hope you're smarter than I was instead of waiting until you're older like I am. So that's why you need to give some of your time to your own spiritual education and your family and your loved ones. But really, you know, sit and meditate. Give yourself 10, 15 minutes. You don't have to do much. Read about spiritism. Read, you know, read the spirits books on PDF. Look at my blog, my YouTube channel, my books. Read about it. Understand why you're on Earth. You're on Earth in this campus called Earth. You're going through these, these predestined tribulations for a purpose. Because when something bad happens to you, I got news for you. That's because in some previous life, you did, you did what someone's doing to you to somebody else. So learn from it and say, okay, oh, I'll never do that again. I've been told I've done horrible things. And now I don't understand why I've gone through some of the things I've gone through. Okay, uh, where was I? I summon you now each in your turn to receive and cherish as a symbol of the honor you've won, the wreath of the fadeless laurel, which shall crown to the victor's brows. In the name of the great supreme ruler of the universe, in the name of all angels and of our brotherhood, I crown each one and dedicate you to the cause of light and hope and truth. Then, at a signal, we, the new arrivals, many of us overcome by these kindly words and this mark of honor, drew near, kneeling down, kneeling down before the Grand Master, had placed upon our heads these laurel crowns with the use handed to the Master and with which he crowned us with his own hands. When the last one had received his crown, such a shout of joy went up from the assembled brothers, such cheers, and then they sang a most beautiful song of praise, with so lovely a melody and such poetical words that I could not reproduce it at all for you. When this was over, we were led to a seat by an attendant brother and the banquet began. You will wonder how such a banquet could be in the spirit world, but do you think even on earth all of your enjoyment of such a scene is in the food you eat, the wine you drink, and do you imagine that a spirit has no need for food of any kind? If so, you are in error. We need and we eat food, though not of so material a substance as is yours. There is no animal food of any sort, nor anything like it, save only in the lower spheres of earthbound spirits, where they enjoy through others yet in the flesh the satisfaction of the animal appetites. So, as you get higher, you need less food. But and where he is at right now? Now, he says, that, look at the next paragraph. But there are in the second sphere, the second sphere, he thinks this most delicious fruits, almost transparent to look at, which melt in your mouth as you eat them. There is wine like sparkling nectar, which does not intoxicate or create a thirst for more. There are none of those things which would gratify coarse appetites. But there are delicate cakes and a sort of light bread. 
Of such fare and such wine did this banquet consist. And I, for one, confess I never enjoyed anything more than the lovely fruits, were the first I had seen in the spirit world, in which I was told were truly the fruits of our own labors grown in the spirit land by our efforts to help others. So there are stories from other spirits where there are trees that grow fruits. And of course, this is the spirit world. So if you find like a pear or an apple and you pick that pear or apple, it tastes wonderful. But in earth, you pick that pear or apple and there's, it's not there anymore. In the spirit world, another one takes its place. Just like if you pick a flower, another flower takes its place. But then you still have this flower because you wanted that representation, that logical representation of a flower. And you can put it in a vase in your, in your room or your house or your mansion, whatever you've level you're at. That flower will just be beautiful, will not decay until the time is up. Are you, are you forgotten about it? So at one point in time, when there's you know maybe some previous time span or when you've forgotten about it it will just fade away and there won't be any dust or anything there now but if you leave your house for a hundred years because you've gone to earth and you come back there's no dust everything's clean isn't that wonderful you don't, you don't I, I, there's no vacuum cleaners in, in in heaven right you don't have to worry about that it's not going to happen and of course, now he says there's delicate cakes and a sort of light bread. So, so you know he's not on a higher level. These people still like to eat. But they, even he's saying you need less. Okay, of such fair wine did this banquet consist. And I, for one, have, okay, I read that one. And of course, he says, and, and they were told they were truly the fruits of their own labors and grown in the spirit land by our efforts to help others, which was a nice thing to say. And because they want them, they want them to understand that this was a great thing they did. And that's why you'll see in, in heaven, it's all about positive reinforcement. Now, it could be a little bit off now. So as an example, Jesus welcomed this group and went through a, Perilous mission. They went through down a deep lower zone and a dark abyss, rescued all these people from the city. And Jesus said, Look, you guys did a great job. You've done more than people probably recognize. Not all of it perfect, but you got tried as hard as you could. And so you'll see that kind of saying, Oh, you did a good job. Not perfect. And so that's important to think of because. What's our what's the, what's the end goal for us here on Earth and, and the heavens around the Earth? Our end goal is to become a perfect spirit and to become at least you know we won't be perfect when we graduate from the tenth level of heaven, but we'll get closer. And that's what we're striving for is perfection. Now, don't kill yourself and strive for perfection just in this life. I've had people write to me go, I I keep making mistakes. I go, well, look, you're thinking you can you can you can go you know straight up to the stratosphere in heaven. Uh, in one life, it's not going to happen. You know, who knows how many lives uh, these wonderful saints that came to Earth? You know, John, Paul, and you know, all these people—they took a many lives to do this. Mother Teresa, I mean, who knows how many lives of selfishness and crime she went through before she goes? Oh, it's better to serve and be nice to people. You know, so they, all of this is about us improving ourselves, and that's what they're going to tell you. They're going to tell you. Improve yourself little by little. We don't want this this drastic thing because you, it, you can't drastically change your character and your personality 
because you have to rewire everything. So it, it's a gradual, multiple life struggle. So that's important to understand. So this is uh, this is um, just a truth. So just but just try and rewire. Try to think good thoughts. Don't gossip. Control your passions. Prune your material goods as much as you can, little by little. Okay. After the banquet was over, there's another speech in a grand course of things in which we all joined. Then we dispersed some of us to see our friends upon earth and to try to make them feel that some happy event had been fallen us. Many of us, alas, were being mourned as among the lost souls who had died in sin. It was a great grief to us that these earthly friends could not be made conscious of how great were now our hopes. Others of the brothers turned to converse with newly found spirit friends, while for my part, I went straight to earth to tell the good news to my beloved. I found her about to attend one of those meetings for materialization, and trembling with joy and eagerness, I followed her there. For now I knew there was no longer any reason why I could not show my face to her, who had been so faithful and so patient in waiting for me. No longer would the sight of me give pain or shock or shock her. Yeah, of course, he didn't want her to, to see him as he was before. Now he's in much better shape. Ah, oh, what a happy night that was. I stood beside her all the time. I touched her again and again. I stood there. No more the dark trotted figure hiding his face from all eyes. No, I was there in my new dress with my new hopes, my risen body, and the ashes of my dead past were there no more to give me such shame and sorrow of heart as I had known. And then, oh, crowning joy to that most joyful day, I showed myself to her wandering eyes, and they gazed into my own. But she did not know me at once. She was looking for me as she'd seen me last on earth, with face of care and wrinkled brow, and young man's face looked strange to her, yet not quite strange. She smiled and looked with a puzzled, with a puzzled wondering look, which, which could I but have held the material particles of my form together for a few more minutes, must have changed to recognition. But alas, all too soon, I felt material form melting from me like soft wax, and I had to turn and go as it faded away. But as I went, I heard her say, it was so like, so very like what my dear friend must have been in youth. It was so like, and yet so unlike him, I hardly know what to think. So, and so this is what happens with people with NDEs, right? They'll, they'll go and they will, they'll see like their grandmother, but, and if, if their grandmother, their grandmother may kind of change herself to look like the grandmother was, as anywhere, but then they might just be like this young woman to go, who are you? Well, I'm your grandmother. And how can you be my grandmother? Because she looked young and vibrant and beautiful. And, and there's also the story in, in, in one of my books, uh, Spirits and Spirit Universe, where this, this old married couple and the wife went to heaven before, before the, uh, the husband. And then she had lived in this great mansion that was kind of like even grander than their, their manor house. Yeah, they were like a country squire in England. And so he was, from when he, when he died, when he passed away, he was taken to her. And he, like, he was taken through a boat. He kind of got walked upon the, you know, walked upon off the water onto the pier. And he saw her and he looked like, oh, who's that? And then she smiled. And then she kind of, gave him an inspiration and and then he started changing too 
and but it took him longer, of course. But then he knew that that was her in her in her idealized spirit form, and that's what that's what will happen. And so, and then think about him at the mediums meeting, right? So all these spirits are around, and he was touching her, being with her, and yet you know so many people. There's spirits around us, and it could be your your mother, your father, or someone past aunt or uncle. Could be around you, trying to touch you. Sometimes, if you feel that way, when I've been in in spiritist centers and mediums meeting, I can usually feel the sense, the presence of spirits. It's about as far as I can go. I'm I'm not a medium, but I can feel a tingling on my arms. So everyone may be different, but um, that's what I can feel. Then I went behind her and whispered in her ear that it was myself and no other. And she heard my whisper and laugh and smiled. And she said she felt it must be so, that indeed the cup of my joy was full, that indeed it was a crown of my day complete. So that is the chapter 13. And so therefore, if you are interested in, well, before I forget, please hit the like button, uh, hit subscribe and the bell. And now if you're interested in spiritism, I said before, if you're just into it, please read the spirits book PDF, you can get that. But also my book was, was I've kind of put into everything, which is this, the spirit, the spirit universe, the physical universe, Jesus, God, what we are as spirits, how we, how we rise, our train, educated as spirits, how how we are as physical beings, how we are led and trained as physical beings too, temporary physical beings and life after life. And it's like the whole process. That then I talk about the future. So I try to really put this in my other books I go into deeper, deeper detail, but this one is I try to give a whole kind of sense of where are you, what what you're going through. Now again for those who would like to learn more and maybe read the spirits book or even before you read the spirits book i have on my blog spiritism 101 the third revelation now that is in uh pdf on so you can get that right from my blog for free of course you know if you want you can get it through kindle paperback even an audible in fact my book the spirit realm is available in kindle paperback and should be an audible anytime uh in audible format so you can hear the book so I have these other resources for you, if you so choose. If not, don't spend any money if you don't want to get things in PDF. I also have Spiritism 101 in, um, in French. I will have my book, uh, The Problem is a Solution, which I have in French also. That has been translated. And then lastly, my book, How to Live, Inner Peace of Spiritism, which is really how to ascend how to um, start modifying your character, your behavior here on earth. So you are victorious when you're in, in this life. That book is being translated into French and that will be available in Kindle and PDF. Not, not, I'm sorry, Kindle and paperback, not PDF. But my other two books in French, which is Spiritism 101 and The Problem and Solution are available in PDF in France, French. So, so I can talk. So I'm hoping that these will help us. I, I was amazed how many of you actually downloaded my books in French so far. And there's a lot of people who've downloaded my books in, um, in, in uh, PDF. 
of the Spiritism 101. So, and then I also have the Spirits book in Audible format. Now, that's not in the web sphere Audible owned by Amazon. That you can download. There's a couple ways to see it. You can download an MP3 format from my blog, or MP3 or MP4 something. Uh, which you can then keep by chapter. So you can download, you have to download two parts. It's a huge file. The other way of, of listening to the Spirits book is my YouTube channel. You can go to my playlist, The Spirits Book, and then you can just go, you know, in order. My playlist is in order of, of what you see there on the Spirits Book, or order by chapter, and you can just go from one after another and uh, play that. And I narrate the Spirits book. I don't do the introduction, but starting with chapter one, I do the whole spirits book. So you hear each of the thousand and nineteen questions. So I want to say thank everyone for being with me today. Please like and share this. I really appreciate it. And tell your friends about spiritism. It, it, once you understand what this earth has been about, and you understand why you're here, you'll feel less stress and you'll you'll feel free. You'll feel like a different person. God bless.